como 10 minutos, okay. nada más que eso, y de ahí viene el, el, el sendero nuevamente de unos 3-4 metros de ancho. Welcome to another edition of Strangers Abroad. This podcast is a series of conversations with the wonderful and weird people that I met while I was backpacking throughout Latin America. These are the hitchhikers, the couch surfers, and the expats, the thrill seekers, the knowledge junkies, and volunteers, and society quitters. The people who, for one reason or another, made the decision to challenge themselves, to leave behind the comforts of home, venture out into the world, and see what happens. Here we go. I met Tina from Finland while making breakfast for the travelers at Hostel Beku in Costa Rica. She's a fellow knowledge hunter, and we would keep each other company in those early Piera Vieta mornings. While enjoying our pancakes and pineapple, we talked about everything, varying from yoga, World War II history, and the cultural differences that can sometimes arise when dating someone from another country. Tina needed to find a place that was 180 degrees from her nine months of snow before becoming complacent with her beautifully simplistic life above the Arctic Circle. She decided to go and explore a climate and a people on the other end of the world away from her reindeer-eating folksmen. Flying in with a come-what-may attitude, Tina has not been disappointed with the challenges that she has faced and exposure to new perspectives that have blossomed within her in a world without snow. This trip has generated great reflection and a better understanding about who she is fundamentally and how she wants to construct the scaffolding of her future. Here's her story. Hola, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Tina from Finland. Where are we? In Hostel Pequa, San Jose, Costa Rica. Nice. How did you decide to come to Costa Rica? Finland is quite the opposite. <laughs> yeah. And very far off from here. That is part of the reason why I wanted to come here. That's, it's quite the opposite and far away from Finland. Right. But um, I... Um, and one of the reasons why I came in Latin America was that I wanted to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't actually uh, know where, where to go, but um, I looked it up. Like, uh, Costa Rica is like a really small country, but it has like, I, for me at least, it has, has it all because there is like beautiful nature, beaches, rainforests and uh, mountains. So. It's like you can discover a lot of things in just in a, such a small country. So it felt like easier to to come and get to know for me because I haven't traveled that much and first time in Latin Latin America. Right. How long have you been traveling? Uh, I have been traveling two months, but I have been um, doing volunteer work. So. I don't know if it's kind of like traveling, traveling, because I've been staying in one place all the time, and now I've been a little more active, like moving. Right. Mm. It's a back and forth. I would definitely, it's definitely still traveling. I can understand, like, the winters are very cold in Finland, which is 
which is what's happening right now. But what were you doing in Finland and what was about the conventional lifestyle that influenced you to go to the complete opposite and go to a completely opposite temperate culture environment? Well, um, in Finland, uh, there's not so many people living living in Finland, and it's uh, like a really yeah, it's a nice country. And uh, when I was born in this little village where it lives like two thousand people in in the northern Finland, and basically the life is really simple. I like it. I, when I was younger, I always thought that. Uh, I'm not gonna be that kind of person who lives abroad or goes traveling or anything. You didn't think so? No, no. Mm-hmm. I was really happy with my life and I really enjoyed it. But uh, then I started at some point. I started questioning that because I knew that I need to I need to go away from the northern Finland to study. Uh, but I always thought that I'll go back. But then I started to realize that if I'm gonna stay all my life in this little, the surroundings and the environment is not so not so new to me. It's going to be like I'm gonna be living in my own little bubble for like the rest of my right. life, and I don't like that. No. <laughs> so were there any specific? Uh, triggers or influences or something you were exposed to that uh, started snowballing this uh, questioning of expanding your comfort zone? Or was it just kind of a slow evolution? I don't know. Maybe it was like... um, Yeah, maybe it was like a big life-changing event when I finally got to like realize the fact that maybe I want to discover something else also that I like life as it is and I enjoy simple things but uh, if I already know that why shouldn't I go and check out what else is there to offer right. and because I can always return to this one if I don't like the other else might be so I got to like the idea in my head I, I wanted to go a little bit further and then I I get. I guess I got somehow addicted to it or something. <laughs> it's, yeah, tra- the travel addiction is is the real struggle. Yeah. It's it's real. You wanted more of a challenge to to kind of escape this very like simple lifestyle. Do you think that you found more of a challenge and what you were looking for since traveling? Yeah, yeah, that is like correct. I wanted to extend my comprehension and I've been challenging myself to and pushing myself to do to come to this point and yes I've noticed that my like my way of thinking and uh, what I my attitude in life and a lot of things has changed and like positively and I'm I'm really pleased funny thing is uh, also that now that I'm here uh, I don't actually feel like I need to go see the rest of the world as well. I because I at some point I knew knew that I want to experience something new culture which is completely different from the one that I've been living in. Right. So basically outside of Europe and 
outside of the Western culture, maybe as well. Now that I've been here and um, discovering that, I don't get the feeling that I need to discover the other cultures of the world as well. Hmm. It's just like I need I needed to shift my mind. Right. But it's like it's like uh, I've I've got it. It's done. So it's it's like uh, I don't know. Task complete. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know where where's this going going to end. But but I I can say that I still enjoy the simple things and uh, gotcha. Yeah. So you feel like you've challenged yourself. You've learned a lot about yourself, but you're still able to like kind of go back to like, oh, I still, I still like that simple life. Yeah. You know. Yeah, in a way. It hasn't been this like drastic like Australian. I need to go for thousand, you know, like two years no, all over the world. It's been more of a like, okay, what I knew about myself is still true. Yes. Yeah, and I I just wanted to learn something about. When you, because I feel like in Finland at least that we are, the things in Finland are so, there's so much welfare in Finland. I just wanted to know that how does it affect people when they don't have that much welfare, but how, how, is, how is life like in that kind of situation and what can you get out of it? I think it's pretty amazing how, I know, I know that's not the only theme or subject affects to the people's happiness but it's just like I, I'm interested in the subject and I, for instance people here like they're really happy and uh, you're in one of the happiest countries in the world like yeah. happiness is measured here <laughs> yeah you know and um, even though they don't have the same opportunities to do what I can do in my life I can hmm. I can enjoy the little comforties yeah. of life and uh, I can like I can travel I can go where I want I can meet people who I want and I can choose a lot of things in my life and there is a lot of people in the world who cannot choose that much right so you're so, kind of taking a step back and recognizing your privilege in yeah. being able to go out and recognizing that other people don't yeah have that opportunity So, how far north are you in <laughs> Finland? <laughs> Pretty far. It's uh, 150 kilometers above the Arctic Circle. Jesus Christ, that must be really cold. That how is cold? cold and dark. And, uh, but then again, in the summertime, it's 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 the opposite. It's, it's there's no night. That's so, so what do you guys do? Like. In do you summertime. like how do you guys sleep during the summer? Do you sleep all winter and? Well, it would be so much nicer than we <laughs> did. People are in winter; they are really tired. It's yeah, yeah. it's true. I um, heard one statistic that the Finns drink the most coffee in the world. Oh, that could be true. I don't drink coffee myself because the Finnish coffee is so I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not the same. I mean, it's not Costa Rican coffee. That's no. for sure. Yeah. No, it's not right. So what do you guys do during the summertime? Are you, are you just frolicking all the time? <laughs> Never sleeping? Well, I I would say I had the, because in Finland the bars closes at four uh, or three thirty in the morning. In the morning. Oh yeah. wow! Nice. So basically, when you are leaving the bar, 
the sun is already so high. It's a, it's like it's like the feeling that where's the after party? We're not gonna go and go to sleep ever. There's a new day beginning. Right. We need to continue. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, and it's in, it's important in summertime to have like good like a good curtains that uh, just block the sunlight. Right. You know, it's easier to sleep. So, yeah. do you think that? There's a deeper appreciation for the sun in Finland than, say, Costa Rica, where it's totally accessible. So I would definitely say that there is a um, deeper appreciation of the sun because there, it, it's so there's no sun. Right. <laughs> like it's when you, for instance, in this uh, December, in. Uh, No, December, November, oh. in Helsinki, the capital where I currently live in. Um, there was um, only 13 hours of sunlight during the whole month. Of November? Of November. Holy crap. Yeah. So oh my <laughs> And one, uh, one little town in Finland had only like two hours for... Like whole November, so basically, yeah, we do appreciate sun when we get it. So, what do you guys do during the winter time? Yeah, like, we get depressed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let's be frank about it. Let's yeah. be real. We don't have any social skills in the winter time. We are just like crawling to our homes, and we oh, don't want to go anywhere. No. We're so tired, and we just want to kind of like want to want to survive the winter. And when the winter is over, and in the spring. Uh, comes again more like activity and people right. start to wake up and and uh, act normal like, things and want to go and want to go outside and skiing and doing everything and right. and in the in the summertime people are pretty normal they talk to each other and right. are social and like that but in the winter time it's everyone just keeps to themselves it's just like it's so I don't know it's so harsh that It's just like easier yeah. to stay home and watch television and right, yeah. Oof. And when there is so poor weather's, uh, so when people are outside, they are just like walking, walking uh, quickly to, from A to B, right. and they don't really notice the surroundings, even though it, there's nothing to notice. There's dark, so it's just dark and it's <laughs> yes. just snow. Yeah, so no opportunity for random. Social yeah. interactions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in Finland, so Finland is the land of reindeer. Are they a very big part of your culture? Oh yeah. Well, at least I because the reindeer exist only in the north north of Finland. Mm, so okay. for me, yeah, because uh, there's also like um, Santa Claus lives in Finland. Or oh, I don't right. know if it's in the North Pole, but at least there is one in Finland. Uh-huh. Also, so. Is it open like year round? Actually, there is one place which is open year round. Oh, yeah, so bizarre. Yeah, to like especially go during the summertime, that'd be a really weird yeah, feeling. I, I don't. I haven't experienced that. But in uh, right. in the northern Finland, in Christmas time, there's a lot of tourists right. just to, just for visiting the Santa Claus, and there's a lot of Brits that come morning take a flight to Finland then they go there put on some uh, proper clothing for the weather and go and uh, visit Santa go husky riding uh, reindeer oh, riding sledging uh, everything snowmobiling and then 
at the end of the day they fly back to Britain. Oh, I see. So there is Santa and there is all... Because all Britain's weather is ironically not as bad as yours. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then there is also, of course, reindeers. And people eat a lot of reindeer wow. meat as well. It's really good. Is it tasty? It's really good, yeah. What are, what are some different ways of preparing reindeer? Well, Christmas magic. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's really delicious. It's really tasty. It's really dish- delicious and Christmas magic. <laughs> uh, but we basically make like a stew out of it. But then one really popular way is also to dry the meat during springtime. Mm. Just like hang it out and the roof on the on on the rooftops or yeah. something. Yeah. And it's really delicious. People love it there. That sounds awesome. So it's like a jerky? Yeah, it's kind of like... It's like salt and stuff? Yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. Can you teach me something in Finnish? Something weird or beautiful or some sort of idiom that, like, if I go there, only they would... Only they would understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe uh, if I had to just, like, one phrase... I would say that you need to learn uh, to say elämä on life Ela, Elämä Elämä on on life Life-y, okay Elämä on life Elämä on life Yeah, okay <laughs> Exactly It's an inside joke that only Finnish, Finnish uh, persons understand uh-huh. it's, uh, No, I don't know what is it called but it's like a Finnish athlete mm-hmm. who was in... Um, popular in um, not anymore but it had, had he won some Olympics and uh, we were really proud of him and right. he was like a national treasure or something and right. then he kind of like did the Finnish style and he's just like total drunk and ah. <laughs> like an athlete anymore and he's telling these life truths <laughs> or truths how do you say it? but he has like, some slogans that are really like everybody in the Finland are like, oh god. Oh, I <laughs> but see. then they they just live forever. So it's so. What does the translate? What does that translate to? It's like really stupid. It's just like uh, life is life. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he started selling like yeah, yeah. It's like some really silly like yeah. It's not like inspirational quotes. No, it's nothing like nothing important. Right. No, no, That's definitely really not. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, but if you want to uh, exp- uh, like um, impress Finnish people, you can also s- just like be silent. <laughs> that is also not a problem in Finland. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that's really funny. Good to know. I will I will keep my mouth shut. I'm very chatty, so Finland might not be the place for me. But that's really awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Tina left shortly after we conducted this interview, and I don't have her contact info to see what she's doing now. However, last I saw her, she impulsively was jumping on the back of a motorcycle driven by an American stranger to fulfill her unrequited love with a Costa Rican local. I hope it works out. She believed she could, and so she did. Los puedo ir a dejar. Ustedes caminan y volver con él por el mar. 
In the next episode, still living the Pura Vida life, we have a drink and tell a joke with Karen from Minnesota, whose energy is as warm but salty as the Atlantic Ocean. So when you're not in beautiful tropical Costa Rica, where are you? Where are you located? In Minneapolis. And what do you do there? Ah, uh, we tell Lena and Oli. <laughs> and I, I also sell premium gourmet sausage and meatballs. Wow. You're like that phallic penis. Yeah, that's pretty phallic, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hear more next time on Strangers Abroad. <laughs>